Yo, so I'm just gonna go ahead and just straight up get into content. I'm, I'm feeling kind of warmed up and I've been meaning to make this for you guys for a while. So last time I tried to make this episode, I was sitting outside of a Whole Foods and what ended up happening was the uh, the live stream didn't end up recording. So it didn't save none of the fucking content. I was really pissed because I felt like you guys could have got a lot of value out of that piece of content that was coming out. But effectively what I just want to go into, this is just based off of all the shit that I've seen. So I don't want to go ahead and, and wrap up any more fucking suspense, suspense for you guys. What I want to do is I want to get into some solid fucking content that you guys can directly take home and use for you. So, you know, let's just, let's make this relevant to my audience. Most of my audience is like young individuals who are getting on Instagram, you're getting on Facebook, particularly Instagram and Facebook, and maybe even Snapchat. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to build a personal brand for yourself. You are not a business. You are effectively not trying to sell shit. You might just be trying to go get another job. You might just be, you might just want to be relevant on social. You might just want to have some people think you're fucking cool. And all of that is like wonderful and amazing. But at the end of the day, Here's what people, here's what people got to fucking realize. Everyone is self-interested. Nobody gives a fuck about anything that you have to say unless it's specific relevant to them. Like, why is it anyone here is going to directly tune in to that which I have to say? Like, I'm a fucking nobody. You don't know me. You know nothing about me. There's no reason you should value a damn thing I have to say unless specifically anything that I'm saying, if it's viable to you to help you solve some of the fundamental purposes that you're trying to solve. Now I have, now you have a reason to listen to me. Now you have a reason to be interested. Why? Because I'm talking about you with you about you, right? So let's just think about this. Some, some things that I see, a, I see a lot of on Instagram. If you're trying to grow your, grow your platform on Instagram, here's a few things that you need to know. One, it's pay to play on Instagram right now. There's no such thing as organic growth. I, let's just get rid of the, that notion. It's pay to play now. So you're gonna have to run ads if you wanna aggressively grow your Instagram. You're, you might have to do something what's considered uh, uh, an Instagram, um, as the, I don't want to use the word cabal because that's what I'm thinking, but that's not the word. You're going to have to use uh, what they consider like Instagram groups and you're going to need to be, or Instagram engagement group. You're going to need to be in groups with a lot of people that have um, influence or that have relevancy based on your niche demographic. What a lot of people try to do with growing their following is they don't reverse engineer the audience that they're going after and then connect with influencers in those type of engagement groups that are based on their actual audience. Like I'm in a Facebook group right now, it's called Cool as Heck. And that Facebook group is really to drive Instagram growth um, so that what they ask for is everyone that's within the group to specifically go like, comment, and share the other person's comments so that way they can beat out the algorithms. Here's the problem. What all these people fail to realize is that all the people that are effectively following you and you're getting these random people to, to, to like and comment on your shit, Who's their demographic? Who's their audience? Is it male? Is it female? Is it um, where their, their geographic location? What content are these people interested in? Why? Because if I'm a follower of like a girl who's into pantyhose, I'm probably not gonna follow the girl who is into um, fitness and into nutrition and is maybe a vegan, right? I, because here's the reality. Just because you assume that you that you and the other person's audience may have some some kind of common ground doesn't mean that the audience feels that way, which is why you need to reverse engineer the audience that you're going after and therefore choose the influencers that you therefore create an engagement group with around that based on the type of influencer that you want to be and the type of influence that you want to have, right? 
everyone's favorite topic is themselves. They only give a fuck about themselves, so the content that you need to be putting out needs to be relevant to your end consumer. Like, if I'm talking to a dog, I need to be clearly speaking dog. I can't start speaking fucking Farsi and wonder why the dog is just looking at me with this weird look like, er? Like the Yoquero Taco Bell dog. Like, that makes no fucking sense. Like, bait the hook to suit the fucking fish. This is what so many people do in it. It's the most irritating thing possible. So, influencer collaborations, Start figuring out influencers that are within the niche you want to go after. And here's the thing you should look at. You should look at their content. You should look at the time that they're posting. You should look at their ad copy. You should look at their personality and see if it's similar to yours. Because guess what? Their audience more than likely could be your audience. This is what we call in running we in, in advertising land is lookalike audiences. You find you've got a product, you've got a service or a brand that you that you think an audience is going to enjoy. You reverse engineer what that audience looks like. You find the influencer who has that audience already, and then what you do is you start targeting your ads towards that actual audience. You start targeting your hashtags towards that specific audience. Based on the content, that audience is going to find relevant, right? Like if I'm looking for gay girls or if I'm looking for girls that are in the L, uh, L, LGBT community, I'm not going to go fishing in a fucking salmon stream. I'm going to go fishing at a fucking gay bar. I'm going to go fishing probably in like the porn convention. I'm going to go fishing and probably at a fucking LGBT community meeting. For Look, and I'm going to probably say something that is relevant or that's just familiar to someone within that community and use the slang terms within that community so that way they see I'm a familiar member of the tribe. I'm not some fucking random outsider coming in saying, hey, I know how to do this better than you. That doesn't make any sense. But this is what a lot of brands and this is what a lot of people do when you're putting out content. You don't know who your audience is. You don't even know who you're talking to. You're not making content relevant to that audience, which is why the engagement fucking shows. Because nobody finds that shit relevant. It's not contextual to who you're talking to. So that's one thing. Here's the other thing. You need to research your hashtags. A lot of people waste a lot of their time by using a lot of broad, narrow hashtags. I like to think about keywords on Instagram the same way that I would think uh, think about Google PPC or or, or, uh, or SEO on Google. SEO is basically the idea of a search engine optimization. Whatever people have searched in as, and whatever people are looking for, that, those are the hashtags that initially you want to be using. Here's a problem, though. Just like with SEO, SEO, um, if someone is looking up date, like you know trouble with their dating issues... That may be a very relevant uh, hashtag for someone that's, that's, solved, that's trying to solve that problem. Here's the reality. If you're a brick and mortar location and someone's searching at that topic, they could be anywhere in the globe. If you're a brick and mortar location that's based in downtown Los Angeles and the person's based in the Alhambra, they may not travel that far. So it's better to go ahead and use hashtags that are based to the, to the niche of who you're going for and based on that local community and the slang that they're going to use. Use Go very narrow with the hashtags. You're going to generate a lot less likes, but if you're using slang and words that are familiar to that community and the ad copy and the content is relevant to them, you're going to generate a, a, a lot more community involvement because your content's familiar, your content adds value, and it's speaking very familiar to how they're thinking. Uh, so one of the next things I would definitely say is, like, yeah, for, for sure, research your hashtags. Stop going very wide. Like, it's, if you're an e-commerce brand, you can go wide. And the person could be from anywhere over the globe. Why? Because the person that's going to make a purchase on your shit doesn't have to live locally because they can live anywhere and still get it shipped to them. But if you're a brick-and-mortar location, if you're like a musician... You really shouldn't be targeting, um, if you're a musician, you shouldn't be targeting uh, 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 keywords to people that are all over the globe, but it's got a million follows. Why? Because I don't like, here's the reality. One, I don't know who's following that keyword, 
Two, I don't know how many of them are following that keyword, their location, their interests, their hobbies. That's why I keep saying going narrow with the keywords because you're trying to weed out people who aren't gonna find your content valuable and only target and tailor the people who are and build your audience specifically around that. This is what I see a lot of people do. They use a lot of trendy hashtags because they wanna drive the likes, but the thing is they're not realizing that it's not custom tailored to who they're trying to reach. If you're an actor, you're trying to reach producers. You're trying to reach people within that specific community. You're trying to reach the decision makers who can effectively hire you for gigs and for jobs. You're not at all trying to target um, other, other actors, unless they're high-powered actors, specifically that have the, have the power to cast you into something. You need to specifically be targeting decision makers and decision makers only. And you need to be targeting decision makers with content that's valuable and relevant to them. So that would mean you need to have like a solid reel of all the shit that you're doing. You need to show the recent work that you're working on and you need to make sure that it's not just um, demo reels. It needs to be things that are adding value, that people, they can see your personality, they can see your humor, they can like, it literally is like, you choose Instagram like your fucking portfolio, treat it like your portfolio. And that's a great way for an actor to target who you're going after. And then I would split test when I run my ads. Split test your content, go to Twitter, Take your, take your ad copy and take the piece of graphic content itself. And what I want you to do, I want you to specifically t- uh, to, to post both of them and see which one does better on the likes. If one does better, then, you know, then try that same piece of content with the different piece of copy. And then keep switching, keep playing with it specifically till you find out which one works. And you want to be split testing a lot when you're posting content because that tells you what's going to hit and what's not going to hit. So you can start getting an idea of like audience feedback. You should use Instagram like a testing platform and the testing ground for like six, seven months and it allows you to see what's working, what's not, so you can mold and shift. You should be paying a lot of attention to what's going on in your platforms because it's going to let you know this is working, this isn't working. Another thing I see a lot of people do is that you guys rely on too much on Instagram's algorithm and their platforms. What you should be doing is creating opt-in lists outside of Instagram's algorithm. What you guys don't know, but what we understand here at Mass Mainstream Marketing is simply this. We understand that Instagram is only showing your audience members 10% of, uh, it's showing 10% of your users your content, potentially. That's if they actually like that content. So it's actually like, the 10% is reflecting your likes and your comments. Second thing is this. If, if, uh, if users are not engaging with your content within a matter of a certain number of days, people are automatically being, um, uh, being unfollowed from your account. So if you got 15K, that number is slowly starting to decrease because remember, one, if people are interacting with it, they're not following you. Two, they're only showing it 10% of your audience. So if 10% of your audience is actually seeing your content at any given time and you've got 15K followers, that 15K realistically is null and void unless you're running ads against it, which is why you have to run ads to make sure all of your members see your shit. Second, this is why I keep saying you want to have an opt-in list outside of Instagram's algorithm. Because here's why. If you're relying on their algorithm, all of a sudden Instagram does something tomorrow and makes a shift or a change, it's, it doesn't do anything in the favor of the actual consumer who's on the platform. It does everything in the favor of itself. Which is why I say have an opt-in text, have an opt-in email. Is why? Because Instagram only shows notifications to 10% of your audience. Second, it shows it to your audience whenever the time is posted. But what if I was an audience member that tuned in a bit late? What if I was busy at work, I didn't get a chance to see your content? I might not end up seeing it. So that means therefore I don't get a chance to engage, which is why if, you, if, if I have that user on another platform where I can control how they engage like a text message or an email list, so it sends me an email letting me know, hey, that such and such that, that I'm a fan of just posted outside of Instagram's platform, guess what? Because what you guys don't know that I know, you have an opt-in list, it shows the actual graphics of the text 
and it shows the graphic of the text and it actually shows like a little bit of a preview of the video, whatever you're playing through your text messages. So then that way I can send somebody a piece of content. They may not see it right now, but what's amazing about it is I can do this. I can effectively um, target the, or I can send it to them. It's still popped up on their phone and then they can end up engaging with that piece of content whenever they want and then it takes them directly to Instagram's platform for me, which is absolutely amazing. You can try DMing your content to people that, that follow you. It lets it specifically lets them know. Uh, it, it, and you can, you have to do this by hand. I'm not going to lie. This fucking sucks dick. But it's another way to drive engagement on any of your posts. You just DM it to every single person that's following you. And every single person that's subscribed and that's following you, if the content's relevant and it's valuable, it's not going to piss them off. If it's not content, it's not relevant, it's not valuable, they're not going to fucking engage. So then you are actively spam, which means you've got to be really good at listening to your audience and actually creating engagement. You've got to keep in touch with them with other reasons than trying to sell them shit or just to follow them. You need to be adding value to them in order to show you to show them that they fucking care. Another thing you can do is you can partner with brands. A lot of people don't think that they have the, the clout to partner with brands right now. And I always tell people, I'm like, this is one of the things you should be doing. You should be partnering with brands from the very beginning. I told an ex-girlfriend about this. I was like, you need to partner with brands. And one of the things you should be doing, which most Instagram uh, influencers aren't fucking doing, is you need to be specifically doing giveaways, not for any other reason than just to say thank you to your audience who follows you. A lot of people use giveaways to get new people to fucking follow them. Here's the problem. Choose the brand who has an audience that's similar to you. Number one, to do the giveaway with. Number two, make sure you do what you do is you're specifically, instead of trying to get new followers, you want to say thank you to your old followers. You want to thank you. You want to send a thank you to them for all of the all of the years of like of, of of consistent service of loyal following. You want to send them a thank you for everything they've done for you, and you care about their opinion. Why? Because what you are doing is you are effectively rewarding your fan base. You're effectively rewarding your fucking families. You are telling them that they fucking matter. Their opinion actually matters. Where everyone else is like, hey, you know what? I really don't care about what you think. Your opinion doesn't matter. To me, your opinion matters a lot. And because it matters so much, what I want to do is I just want to say thank you for all, for my 10,000 subscribers, my, my, my support. I know you guys don't have to do this. I know you guys don't have to follow me. The guys that come in every single day that follow me, I know you don't have to. I just want to say thank you. you it means so much to me. That is going to create a very engaged audience. Why? Because you were effectively saying their opinion means something. It means shit. And what's great about that, that is what gets people to fucking follow you like a diehard. Most influencers aren't doing this. I can tell you I know most aren't because I consult a lot of them and they just do giveaways. And these dumb motherfuckers don't realize they need to be rewarding uh, the people who are actually supporting them. Because they've been reporting you from fucking day one. Why are you like, that's like sitting, that's like literally me having a girlfriend, right? And she's been supporting my business from day one. All the bullshit that I fucking put her through, all the nights we've had to go sleep somewhere and she's giving me money and me going to some other girl. Yo, I just want to say thank you for all the years of fucking support for being a loyal fucking fan. My girlfriend would be pissed as fuck. And she has a right to be pissed as fuck. Why? Because I'm effectively telling her she doesn't mean shit, but this other bitch who hasn't even been remotely loyal to me matters more than she does when she's been the one that's supporting and funding this whole fucking entrepreneurial endeavor. That's what you're doing to your audience when you fucking give someone else some free shit and it's not the audience members who actually been supporting you from day one. Gotta keep that shit A1 for your day ones. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but off the top of the dome, that's just what I've got going for you guys right now. If there's anything else, I think I'm gonna make another podcast episode 
that would be, you know, maybe a little bit more tailored, a little bit more talking. But let me know what you guys think. I want to hear back from you guys. I want to know, was this shit viable? Was this shit relevant? Can you see yourself actually fucking using it? Did you get some valuable takeaways? Or am I fucking full of shit like everybody else that you're listening to right now in the digital fucking marketplace? Let me know. I would love to hear from you. Again, love, peace, and chicken grease. Live long and prosper, guys.